Hi, welcome to Forever Paranormal with Dr. Bill and Deb. The term paranormal refers to phenomena and experiences that are beyond the scope of normal scientific understanding and cannot be easily explained through traditional scientific principles. These phenomena often challenge conventional beliefs and are associated with the supernatural, metaphysical, or unexplained aspects of reality. As with any field of inquiry, it is essential to approach the paranormal with an open but critical mind, relying on empirical evidence and logical reasoning to draw conclusions. It's a topic that continues to intrigue and challenge both believers and skeptics alike, and if we can connect a paranormal element to it, we'll talk about it. You'll be surprised by what all can be connected to the paranormal. Please don't forget to follow, rate, and share the show, since it would not be possible without you, our listeners. And as a public service, we would like to let everyone know that you are truly never alone, even if you think you are. The Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is 988. Please just reach out. Well, hello there everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode where we're going to discuss the phenomenon of good and evil twins known as doppelgangers. I hope everyone had a great holiday season. How about you, Deb? Did you have a good holiday season? Yes, thanks. I started reflecting on 2023 and wondered about the top events of the year. So after looking at many news sites, there were three notable events that seemed to be on every list that I would have to agree are huge stories. So in no particular order, they are first the Chinese spy balloon saga, the Mexican alien corpses, and of course, the Israel-Hamas war. What events would resonate with you? Well, definitely the Chinese spy balloons resonate with me because there's a lot more to that than just a Chinese spy balloon. Mm -hmm. As you know, there was other objects shot down over Alaska and Canada waters and, and supposedly not found, even though there are reports out there that they were found and they were of not Earth's origin. So that is definitely one. The whole Mexican alien thing is a gigantic hoax, and it just keeps living on and on and on, and I'm not sure how that keeps going like that. And I have no comment about wars. So, But definitely the Chinese spy balloons and the hoax with the Mexican alien corpses. That definitely resonates as high on my list for 2023 as far as paranormal is concerned. Mm -hmm. You know, those alien corpses, they've, they've been around the gamut several times. And they were out about 10 years ago, and now they're back again. And I don't know, they just keep pushing. But then, you know, another thing in 2023 is David Grush and them guys testifying before Congress. That was huge. But now Congress has revised the bill they had proposed to where they're basically not asking for full disclosure now. So after these guys have been in their little private 
reports and so on and so forth with classified information, they're now changing their stance and saying that it's not in our best interest to have full disclosure to the public. So I don't think anything new is going to come in 2024 on that at all. But, you know, let's go ahead and get back to the story we're going to talk about today, and that's doppelgangers. Okay, so talking about doppelgangers, let's go ahead and start with the basics here. Did you know there are two different types of doppelgangers? I did not. There are living doppelgangers, which are said to be exact doubles of living people. Everyone has a twin, right? Yeah. Well, doppelgangers are said to be our evil twin. Then we have the paranormal doppelganger, which according to German folklore is either a wraith or apparition of a living person. Is it possible that the original person could be the evil one and the living doppelganger could be the good twin? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no one's saying which one is which. They're all assuming that we're the good person. We might actually be the evil one of the two, right? (laughs) So, the word doppelganger is taken from the German language. In other words, it's a loan word, if you will. And there are also two definitions of the word doppelganger. One is double walker, and the other is double goer. As the word ganger can be translated either way, but historically, walker refers to a flesh-and-blood being, and goer refers to the paranormal entity. The concept of a doppelganger in German folklore indeed involves the idea of a double or twin of a living person. According to folklore, encountering one's doppelganger is often considered an omen or a harbinger of bad luck. It is believed that seeing your own doppelganger is a sign of impending death or a tragic event. Is there a way to counter the omen? I don't know. Um, omen really, an omen is really nothing more than a foreseeing of something coming. So I don't know if there's a way to counteract the actions of the doppelganger or not. Um, I never have read anything on that, so I wouldn't think so. Mm. But So you're just doomed. <clears throat> maybe. It all depends on when you see it. I mean, everybody's going to die, so it depends on when you die, whether the omen is true or not, I guess. Mm. I'm not really clear on that. But that's a good question. But, you know... Your doppelganger is not merely a look-alike. It is thought to be an exact duplicate of the individual, mimicking their appearance and behavior in every detail. Excuse me. In some accounts, people claim to have seen their doppelganger in places they have never been or engaging in activities they have not undertaken add in an eerie and supernatural element to the folklore. So if they have not been in these situations, how is it they have seen their doppelganger? Oh, but it's not always them that sees the doppelgangers we're soon going to find out. I see. Okay. 
So to the theme of the doppelganger has been explored in literature, art, and popular culture with various interpretations and adaptions. It has become a reoccurring motive in horror stories and psychological thrillers, often used to create a sense of unease and mystery. Reports of doppelgangers indeed have a long history, and while many can be attributed to cases of mistaken identity, there are instances where the phenomenon seems more mysterious and difficult to explain. The psychological and cultural aspects surrounding the perception of doppelgangers contribute to the enduring fascination with these encounters. A friend or even a close relative who encounters your doppelganger will swear it was you, even though you can prove you are not in the location the double was sighted. Mistaken identity is a plausible explanation for some doppelganger sightings, especially when the observer is not intimately familiar with the person they believe to be the double. However, as we mentioned, there are cases where close friends, siblings or parents, claim to have seen the doppelganger of someone they know very well. In such instances, the likelihood of mistaken identity becomes less convincing and the mystery deepens, especially if they can't tell it from the living or an apparition. Is it possible for others to be negatively affected by the doppelganger as well? Yes. Anybody that sees the doppelganger can be neg- negatively affected, but you have to see the doppelganger. I see. Right? So it's a perception thing. Mm-hmm. Psychologically, the mind can and does play tricks, and individuals may experience a sense of deja vu or a feeling of eeriness when encountering someone who strongly resembles a known person. Additionally, the cultural and historical association of doppelgangers as harbingers of misfortune or death may influence the way people interpret and remember these experiences. It's important to consider the possibility of psychological factors, such as stress, fatigue, or emotional distress. Then you got to throw in drugs and alcohol, etc., influencing the perception of doppelgangers. Some researchers suggest that the brain may create perceptual distortions or hallucinations under certain conditions. Could you give an example of the kind of conditions under which this can happen? Sure. I mean, we already talked about drugs and alcohol. There's a lot of um, drugs out there that will make your brain do a lot of different things. And then even medications can do that to people or high stressful situations where they think they see someone they know and it ends up not being them. I mean, how many times have you been in a strange place and you're walking through a strange mall or something and you're like, oh, there goes so-and-so, and and as you get closer, you realize that's not so-and-so. So that is a case there where your mind is playing a little bit of a trick on you. Does that help? Yes. While modern interpretations may downplay the sinister nature of doppelgangers by referring to them as twin strangers, the folklore and superstitions associated with them 
have contributed to the enduring mystique surrounding these apparitions. Whether seen as supernatural entities, psychological phenomena, or cases of mistaken identity, doppelganger stories continue to captivate the imagination and remain a fascinating aspect of folklore and paranormal tales. Some of the paranormal aspects of the doppelganger may at times be seen by others as performing a person's actions before the real person makes them. There are many stories of someone seeing a family member only to find that they weren't even home yet. Or they may be a shadow performing the same movements, but after they happened, like a delayed reaction or something. Many historical reports claim doppelganger sightings have been a premonition for death and tragedy. These apparitions have other strange paranormal qualities as well. The doppelgangers of folklore cast no shadow and have no reflection in a mirror or in water. And while doppelgangers themselves allegedly have no reflection, there are many reports of people seeing their own doppelganger in the mirror, either next to their actual reflection or as a distorted version of it. Can a paranormal doppelganger cause death and tragedy? I would have to say yes, because a paranormal doppelganger, in essence, could create someone to have a heart attack or a stroke or to jump back and fall down a flight of stairs and break their neck. So yes, the possibility of death has to be there, at least in that factor, if nothing else. You mean like they see them and have a heart attack? Right. Kind of a person sees them and has a heart attack, or a person sees them and jumps, and they fall down a flight of stairs. Mm. So if in no other aspect, yes, in that aspect alone, they can cause death. Oh, okay. An example of someone seeing their doppelganger in a mirror can be found in a bonus episode we did on President Lincoln, who saw his doppelganger in the mirror. Okay, so let's hear a few doppelganger tales, and we'll go ahead and we'll start with Lincoln. How's that? That good? Yes. As we know from our previous episode, Lincoln was supposedly an open-minded statesman who recognized the existence of the paranormal world. They held seances in the White House and all that good stuff, and you need to go back and listen to that episode. It's pretty wild. And then he reported seeing his doppelganger in the mirror on more than one occasion. In 1860, shortly after Lincoln was elected, he claimed to see a double reflection of himself in the mirror. He asserted that the second reflection looked remarkably weaker and paler. His wife, Mary Todd, believed it was a bad omen. A a spiritualist then suggested he would finish his first term, but not make it to the end of his second. Man, that was right, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This encounter is from Reddit user HeMuLu. And keep in mind, I have not corrected all the spelling or grammar in his writing. So let's bear that in mind as I go through this. He starts out with, this happened when I was eight years old. I saw my dad in the bathroom wiping himself after a shower. But the problem is, is that he was still supposed to be in the office at the time. So I asked him, Dad, 
when did you come home? He didn't say anything. I asked him again, and he closed the bathroom door on my face. I went from that room and didn't think much of it. Twenty minutes later, Mom gave me and my little bro lunch. So when we sat down to eat lunch, I asked Mom, Why aren't we waiting for Dad? She laughed and said, Why would we? He's still at work and come at night. I told her, But Dad is home. Then explained to her. We searched the entire house, but couldn't find him. Creepy, right? After eating lunch, me and my little bro fell asleep. Mom stayed awake to watch TV. I woke to Mom's scream. I rushed to look for her and found her before the bathroom door. She hugged me and couldn't talk. I looked at the bathroom. It was empty. Asked Mom what happened, and she said she saw Dad. Dad was there. But why would he appear out of nowhere? She asked him when did he come home and said she saw that thing that looked like Dad make a horribly creepy face, so she screamed, and in no time I was there. And that thing disappeared. Later Dad came at night and told him everything. I don't remember what we did after that, but we did move out. Our last encounter comes from Haunted and contains both a doppelganger and maybe a ghost along with the story. And they start out with, Okay guys, so I grew up in a house built in 1860 in upstate New York with zero problems. We bought this fixer-upper house here in Virginia built in the 1980s right before COVID. And let me tell you, I love scary stories, but have never encountered so many creepy things as I have in this house. First of all, two years ago, I was nursing my son at about 2 a.m. in our bed. My boyfriend always seemed to wake up with me and the baby during his infant days and would just keep us company playing on his phone while our son ate. We were both very awake this night, just chatting a little, and the dogs were sleeping in the living room. Suddenly, we hear the dog's feet on the wood floors and excited panting. Mind you, these are the dogs who usually bark if someone enters the house who doesn't live there. Then, we both hear a man's voice mumbling in our kitchen, as if he is greeting our dogs. My boyfriend looks at me shocked and then springs up to check as I am petrified. He sees nothing in the entire house. The next occurrence happens a few months later, and I am alone in our large bedroom, just putting things away and tidying up before getting into bed. As I turn off the light switch, my boyfriend walks in the room, so he passed right by me. I didn't look straight at him, but I greeted him while turning down the covers. No answer. Still sidetracked with plugging in my phone and such, I asked him if he is going to bed. As he was over on his side of the bed standing, no answer. I still wasn't looking at him. He likes to joke around with me, so I straight up asked, Are you mad at me or effing with me right now? As I finally look up, he ducks down by his side of the bed. And I seriously just thought he was picking up some crap off our son, our son had thrown on the floor or something like that. I asked the same question again, and then 
my actual live boyfriend walks into the room and goes, who are you talking to? I held chills over every inch of my body. He just shook his head like, you're nuts, girl. Since then, there's been a few similar things that have happened. My son's toys went off in the living room once with nobody around it. And one morning, my boyfriend came home from night shift and our laundry basket was in the middle of the kitchen. He thought I had moved it there before bed, but I assured him I had no reason to. The reason I'm writing this now is I was just cooking in the kitchen and heard whistling behind me, and earlier today, I heard a human adult cough upstairs. I am freaked out, especially with my boyfriend working nights. You know, I'm not sure that one's so much of a doppelganger story as it is a ghost story. But they have reported it as a doppelganger story. What do you think, Dub? Well, if she saw the boyfriend and he wasn't really there, then it could be either. I, I guess you're right on that. I didn't think of that aspect. You're it could be both. Right. Yeah. Good point. Multiple entities. If the subject matter of this episode interests you in any way, there are some really good documentaries, movies, books, and stories about doppelgangers out there that are well worth your time. And I encourage you to go seek them out because this is really some interesting subject matter, especially when you look at it from the German folklore side, as that's where doppelgangers really came from. And it wasn't until the last 50, 70 years that the evil twin came into play with that. But so just go look for it. It's really cool. But it makes you wonder, would this be a plausible defense in a trial? Someone gets charged with something, they say, hey, it wasn't me, it was my doppelganger. I know we found a lady who was found not guilty of murder because the Ouija board told her to do it. However, I couldn't find anything where someone got off because their doppelganger did it. Actually, just the opposite. A South Carolina trucker who initially claimed that pictures taken at the Capitol riot on January 6th did not show him, but rather someone to whom he bore a very strong resemblance to. And he was sentenced on Thursday to three years of probation after the January 6th riots, even though he went on Facebook claiming it was a doppelganger. Come on, I can't make this stuff up. Did he use the word doppelganger? Yeah, he did on his Facebook page. Okay. Do you think the outcome would have been the same if he had just said mistaken identity or something different? I, I believe that was his actual defense, mistaken identity. And the newspaper reporters, being who they are, wanting to uh -huh. sell papers, are the one that started the whole doppelganger thing. And I believe he just ran with it at that point. Uh, I'm not sure they started it, but I believe that's the way it was from what I've read. Hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't think it would have went any different for him. He was there, <laughs> no doubt about it. With the advancement in genetics, it's said that each of us can have two or three doubles. In 2022, a study about unrelated twins sent media outlets spinning worldwide. It showed that unrelated people who closely resembled each other also had 
genetic similarities. But since there is an essentially infinite number of possible genetic variations, it's actually surprising that some individuals which share a number of the same combinations and end up looking very similar and acting very similar. To me, the odds are astronomical. And to me, this is alone paranormal. How can two different people from different parts of the world and different families share DNA, behavior, and genomes? I don't understand it. I mean, there has to be more to it than just random choice, in my opinion. But it's now easier than ever to find someone who looks just like you. There are many websites where you can upload your picture and it will search the database for your doppelganger. I mean, heck, Instagram has two or three pages where you can upload your photo and people will find a doppelganger for you. I, for one, have to say no thanks to that. I mean, hell, I have enough bad mojo at times, let alone getting a bad omen by my doppelganger. No, thank you. Well, Deb, I know you wanted to do an episode on doppelgangers ever since Wyatt first brought it up to us. So I need to ask what you think from both a scientific and a paranormal standpoint. There have been many scientific papers written about how each of us, if we were to dig deep and search back far enough in ancestry, you'll find some part of our genetic makeup can be found to be similar, if not a match, to other people that today you would think as completely unrelated. You know, like going back to Neanderthals or even further. Um, so by, by that logic, I think it is possible for people to have these traits if, if it follows the line the way this seems to indicate. Well, that's true. And if you believe that the aliens came and gave us our genetic make- makeup and altered our genetics, then, yeah, I guess we are all related. Or if you believe in, you know, evolution or you believe in we all came from Adam and Eve or something silly like that, yeah, we all would be related one way or another. It's a matter of opinion at a this matter point. of opinion and beliefs. Mm-hmm. It's yep. what your belief system is. So what about you folks? Do you have a doppelganger experience you'd like to share? Email us at, at email us at admin at foreverparanormal.com. And as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, when we discuss another tale yet to be told. Thank you for listening. And remember to like and share the show. We would also appreciate a five-star rating wherever possible to help new listeners find the show. We welcome all questions or comments you may have about this or any other episode, and our contact information can be found in the show notes of this episode. You can also follow us at foreverparanormal.com, and if you'd like to support us, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash foreverparanormal. The links to these are also in the show notes of this episode.